tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! What <laughs> I just kind of want to listen to the song. I can know. <laughs> for the rest of the night. <laughs> Hello, AfterBuzz TV fans, and welcome to the first episode of the Guardians of the Galaxy AfterBuzz TV After Show. So we are covering the two-part pilot, Road to Nowhere, and Nowhere to Run, and that is Nowhere with K's, because this is a series that firmly believes in its puns <laughs> and whatnot. We love you, Megan. Yeah. Yeah, well. For the most part, the uh, panel is back together. We have Emma Fife. Hello, I am Emma Fife. That's my name. It's are also you? my Twitter handle. Are you? Yeah, I How am. How many definitely. F's? There are three F's in my last name. It is 60% F's, so that's E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. That is all F's as in Fred. There are no S's as in Snake, and that's where you can find me all over the internet, at Emma Fife. Dang. Please do that verbatim every time. Every Done. time. <laughs> Alexis Torres. Hey, everybody. You can find me all over social media as Torres 890 and I am Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We have another alphabet soup hashtag for uh, this show because <laughs> I cannot get enough of the alphabet soup hashtags. <laughs> it is A-B-T-V-G-O-T-G. So, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. super easy. So what did we think of this show overall? What did we think of this hour-long pilot? You know, I have mixed feelings about it. Uh-oh. Because overall, I liked it. I really liked that it kept that same kind of tongue-in-cheek, get-by-by-the-skinnier-teeth kind of tone that was established in the film, even though this isn't related to the film. However, could we, like... There were so many times that I wanted to just, like, pause and rewind, because I was like, wait a second, I missed something. Right. It was just breakneck speed the entire time. The pacing was frenetic. It was crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. I felt like every individual scene lasted 45 seconds at the most. Okay. Yeah. That's what it felt like. I was like, okay, this is not, I feel like we're just intercutting a lot. And I'm like, what's happening? Where are yeah. you right now? Well, like, and part of me was like, all right, I realize I've been in like six different time zones in the course of the past two weeks. So maybe I'm just very tired and I don't know what's happening. But no, no I'm, I'm, no. I'm, I'm no. glad to know I'm not alone and being like, can we just, can we just slow down? Just slow down. It's like two, they were trying to get, I felt like, too much plot. They were in, trying to get two hours worth yeah. into two episodes. Yeah. 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 These are 22 minutes with commercials. So yeah. not enough time. That's what no. I thought was crazy because I didn't realize until I watched them both at the same time, which it was already like that, right. that there were so many commercials in between that if you took out all the commercials and only put the episode together, it would like roughly be like less than 45 minutes. And yeah. Like, yeah. That was it's, way too it's much. Like 22 minutes a piece. That's mm-hmm. your That's usual crazy. 30 minute episode. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was trying to do the movie in 22 minutes. I was it just like, Holy crap. But 
I wonder how it's going to be when we get into the future, when we get into further episodes, because this was, here's your characters, here's their, back, here's their backstories, here's everything you should have known about the movie, but if you are, you know, under 13, we're still trying to get you to watch the show, mm-hmm. but you probably haven't seen the movie, because it's definitely not suitable for extremely young audiences, yeah, despite yeah. the fact that they marketed a bunch of toys, because Marvel, what are you doing? Well, it's, <laughs> but, it's such a, it's a complicated... Uh, I'm trying to find the right word to describe. It's a complicated thing. It's a line you sort of dance with Guardians of the Galaxy in that you have three of your primary characters, so Star-Lord, Gamora, and Drax, who are all very adult characters. They, They have very adult backstories. There's a lot of guilt and complication involved with Gamora. Star-Lord has a lot. Death. A lot, exactly. And death. Daddy issues. Death, daddy so issues. So much death. Oh exactly. And, and you know, with Star-Lord, it's it's a lot about him. Oh, and Star-Lord with the daddy issues. Well, That's Star-Lord what I was going Well, I mean, Gamora's Gamora got daddy Gamora's issues. Gamora's daddy too. issues are that she There's wants just, to kill him. Well, yeah, yeah. But that's a daddy issue you know, unto itself. But, but, yeah, yeah, but I mean, and, and you know, so much of Star-Lord's story is about, like... <laughs> Hooking up with ladies and, you know, like being sort of a scoundrel, which is not really a kid-friendly character. But then you have Groot and Rocket, and, you know, Rocket is not necessarily a kid-friendly character because... Groot is... But Groot is super kid friendly. Groot is yeah. the mascot, so when he hulks out in these episodes, it's kind of like, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, bad yeah. things occurred. Well, and, and I was freaking out when that happened. I was like, no, I know, right? yeah, the end, the end. Like, I was yeah. like, I'm not ready. <laughs> so yeah, so it's a difficult line that they kind of dance of being like, all right, we want to maintain the integrity of these kind of roguish. Yeah. complicated characters, because that's what makes Guardians of the Galaxy so much fun, but we also have to water this down for kids a little bit. I think they're I think trying to go for what DC got when they did the 93 Batman mm-hmm. series and when they had Justice League follow it up. Yes. Yeah. is something that younger kids can watch and kind of get it, but you hit the teenage market like crazy. That, yeah. Yes, no. I, I felt that way as well. Because I was going to say, I'm actually re-watching Justice League Unlimited right now, and there's a lot of like undertone adult stuff that I was like, whoa, I don't remember any of this growing up. Well, I think mm-hmm. Unlimited was well, much was more, more geared toward yeah. adults. Wrong franchise. But yeah, yeah Wrong I mean. comic company. Wrong, But, you know, this even, is our basis of comparison. Totally. Yeah. Because DC has cornered the market on animation. Absolutely. And this is Marvel. This, and I think Amazing Spider-Man is what we're on now? Uh, that's also, not Ultimate. We also have Avengers that yeah, are still going as that's well. That's true. Yeah. They stopped. Earth's Mightiest Heroes was canceled and yes, they replaced yes. it yeah. with Avengers uh, Assemble. Avengers Assemble. Yeah, 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 yeah that's exactly what it you is. You are correct. Marvel is trying really, really hard to get into the animated universe yeah. because that hasn't been their strong suit recently. Right. No. So this is yet another one that's working off the marketing and the tone of the film. It's very much the spiritual successor, mm-hmm. but it doesn't go into the MCU. This series right. doesn't. And we know that with um, Star-Lord's parentage, which I wrote in my notes, but not on the board, so I don't have that <laughs> Help me out here. What um, was it? Uh, He's part Star Tax. Yes, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. That's that was the thing I could not get. And <laughs> evidently that's from the comics, but the MCU is going a different right, way. Like that. the yeah. movies are gonna do something. I else. also heard that. And Cosmo is straight from the comics. Yes. And bless Cosmo, I, know. I wish they'd taken him with them. I know, I, I wish I we could Cosmo. keep him. And I just it was so it, he was so funny and specific, and that's what I really liked about that character. I was like, all right, this is weird. This dog is telepathically communicating with a Russian just, accent. And then when he was like, I was part of the Russian space program, I, I was, was like, like oh, yes, yes, I love it, yes. I love it. And I just love how he kept calling everybody my comrade. I yes. was like, yes, 
<laughs> I absolutely loved because Cosmo is the retriever. Like, yes. 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 Okay, yes. that yes. was an amazing pun. I, then, I will admit that. I was okay with everything that came out of that, <laughs> that little dog's mouth. Yeah. The one person that would have gotten it was not in the room at the time. I know. Yep. The retriever is species of earth dog. It is not funny if Cosmo has yes. this yeah. joke. <laughs> like, bless. And that's James Arnold Taylor, yeah. who also did the voice of Yondu. Okay. That she man a really is a vocal job. chameleon. And yeah. for those of you going, James Arnold Taylor, if you watch The Clone Wars, he's Obi-Wan. If not, just Google it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Google you have it. the Listen. power. Not exactly. <laughs> Actually, we did a spotlight on a spotlight on a voice of where <gasps> Megan Salinas interviewed him. So you should totally watch that. And here are the two minutes of him flipping from voice to voice to voice to voice to voice. It's amazing. Speaking <laughs> of someone who flipped from voice to voice, I agree with Boo69Bs in our chat. Uh, yeah. Will Fredell, who plays Star-Lord, of course, yes. uh, is a mix between Terry McGinnis and Ron Stoppable. Oh, I, yeah. That was so spot on, because there were times I'm like, okay, this is Terry, because he's getting really yeah. into it. And then there were times and this like, is oh, Ron. straight up Ron Stoppable. Yeah, no, I agree. It, it was definitely a mix of those two voices. Also, just as a little callback, the first note I wrote down regarding Star-Lord was when they were... We're all together. They're like, are we okay? We have our team name. We're yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy. But Star Lord's like, we need a battle cry. <laughs> and as and, as Bumblebee was obsessed with, in, oh yeah, in Transformers: Robots in Disguise, and Wilfredell also did his voice. So basically, the moral of this story is Wilfredell is obsessed with battle oh. cries. <laughs> My notes on that are all in caps, and it says, "What is it with Wilfredell characters <laughs> for serious?" It's uh, there's going to be a tweet after this show, and I'm gonna be like, "Dude, what's up mm-hmm. with that? Why are you obsessed? battle cries? And you're, come on, yeah, it's come actually on. it's actually on his resume, obsessed the with battle, battle cries. cries. Is it? Put it on no. the put it on the. <laughs> Put it on the job apps. Well, for now, we'll get it. We'll get a battle cry. I need it in my life. I don't know. <laughs> that does sound like something he would do, though, just for fun. Um, but Ren- it's been a very long Monday. Renji in the chat says it's, Spar- it's Spartax, not Startax. Thank Spartax. you. Spartax. Sorry yeah. about that. Like Sparta with an X. Right. Uh, I knew it was vaguely like Artax, which no, no, you're is a character in Never Ending Story. Thank you, Marissa. Yes, thank you. I don't know who's thank emptying, you. but that I love was you Marissa. right now. I know that's her board by heart. <laughs> Bless you, Marissa. <laughs> I think that was an autocorrect on my uh, my <laughs> notes. My notes also just kept trying to autocorrect. I was yeah, taking them Groot. on the iPad and they just could. Yep. Yeah, yep. Groot on my computer says Groove, so it's <laughs> yeah. really weird. I am Groove. Every, every I am time Groove. I wrote down the word Yondu, it tried to autocorrect it to Fondue. I've gotten Yolanda <laughs> online, and I was like, Yondu was not Yolanda. How dare you? <laughs> No, uh, I did write Spartax. I'm just crazy. <laughs> As I said, guys. Oh, many different time zones and climates. Therese uh, got on here and she's uh, like, I miss. Is she in the live chat? Because I got no, 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 she's she's on, I'm, I'm about to read her tweet that she said, I miss M. Whipple as a weekly guest on. Uh, yeah, okay. It's a, a different <laughs> show, but I love seeing that. We're just yeah. talking about Battle Cry. Anyway, like, we were on. just talking about Transformers, and there's the line producer for Transformers. Is she a line yeah. producer or animation, animation producer? producer. Yeah. Yeah. There's the animation producer we from love Transformers. You. Therese, I don't know if you're, you're watching the best, this. Therese. Great, we adore you. <laughs> you have perfect timing. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, really moving done. on to actually talking about the show. Um, yeah, there was. My notes are super long because the pacing was absolutely crazy. Bananas. Yeah. No, because there were so much locations that we had to really keep up with, even though I know we were mostly in nowhere for the second episode. But yeah. it was all locations from the movies. Yes, it yeah. was. Car- what was his name? Korath. Yeah. Yeah. Names. There's so many names. <laughs> it um, was Korath's ship. It was the Milano. Yes. Yep. Took me a minute. I'm like, yeah. cookies. It's yeah, named after, after a cookie. It's not actually named after a cookie. It's yeah. named after Quill's childhood crush. But let's be real. It's named after cookie, a cookie. cookie. Yeah. 
Come on. And nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Which so, I was super excited to see it animated, even though it didn't really, like, really do anything, like, on the outside, but it was Yeah, really- they had some weird CGI going on in the second episode. Yeah. yeah. When we decided we were just going to pilot a giant head, head around. Yeah. Which I feel like there's an Invader Zim episode in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It is. What's um, the live chat have to no, say? Twitter uh, is silent. Renji, so what's live chat Renji say? Renji said, here's a battle cry for you. Let's blow stuff up. Um, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was... Uh, Bless you, rocket. my child. Yeah, Rocket later in the episode said that. <laughs> yeah. And, That's oh, true. Yeah, that should just be the two things. Um, yeah. But no, I was going to say that um, I just... I'm really excited to see where this goes. I know that obviously we finally find out what Star-Lord's other half mm-hmm. is that's not human. I mean, we knew that he was half alien, half human from the movie and from comics right. and things like yeah. that. But right. I'm glad that now people who don't know... Like, I didn't know that... Um, Oh gosh, name uh, Cor- no. Cora. Yeah, Cora. was actually a child of, of Thanos. Another child of Thanos. I didn't yeah. know that. So, because obviously in the movie we don't get to really see him that much. Right. So, I thought he died in the movie. I don't think he did. I think there was a moment where he was in the battle, but I don't think he actually died. I can't remember. Well, really? Again, because I'm fairly certain they shoved his head against like an electrical generator. They, well, and he was, you know, oh, death oh. is pseudo-temporary. I mean, Groot died like five <laughs> times over the course of this episode. So. That's true. <laughs> I do like the fact that we got to see baby Groot for a little bit. I know. Yeah. And then we had the deus ex machina of, oh, hey, it accelerates life. And yep. suddenly we have Hulk, Hulk Groot. Groot. That was, was not like, cool. That was terrifying. I was, ex- I was real happy. So when he first started to accelerate growth, I was like, oh, okay, cool, because like baby Groot's adorable, but grown-up Groot's a lot more helpful, and then it just went crazy. And yeah, I, I just, take it back, I take it back! Yeah, I was just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. But like, at the same time, I wasn't ready to hear, because I'm so used to Groot saying his lines kind of like a Vin Diesel kind of right. area, where it's like very monotone, but he actually had a lot of range, so I don't know who the voice actor is off the top of my head, but he was able to sit there and actually yell, like there's a point where him and Rocket are arguing about the bo- the, the boomers in the bag, and I was like, is Groot yelling at him, but it's an I am Groot? This is weird for <laughs> you, me. Well, you know who his voice actor is. No, I don't. It's Kevin Michael Richardson. Shut yes. up! <laughs> Okay. Never mind. I forgive you. Uh, I'll you let it forgive go. Him? I forgive him. You was was like, Kevin Michael Richardson. I he was, forgives you. Obviously, but I was also very upset and scared because I was like, Groot doesn't yell at people, but I'm like, how do, what do I know? They're like a married couple. Yeah. yeah. And I love it. It's, it's, as a Friends fan, he, they're my, my Joey and Chandler to me. Yeah. I, so. I really, I, I think again, it's because the characters of Groot and Rocket translate so well to a kids show that yeah. I really enjoyed all of the stuff with yes. them. Oh, yeah. Yes. They were a lot of fun. Even if Rocket got a little catchphrasy sometimes. Yeah. Yes, well, and, and overall, I have to say, I do like the slightly toned down versions of the characters. Like, it was, it was, they only dialed them back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ultimately, I thought that by dialing Gamora back a little bit and making her a little less stoic, if you will, by giving her a little bit more uh, of an emotional range. Like, I thought she was really fun. Yeah, she was also really sarcastic. Yeah! Yeah! I wasn't expecting that. I was like, alright, Gamora, you're... Yeah, there was a little more humor to her character, which yeah. I really enjoyed. I wanted more inflection yeah. in the voice. And yeah, it's, me too. And it's Vanessa Marshall, I believe, mm-hmm. and she is a wonderful voice actress. Absolutely adore her. Yeah. But she plays Hera in Star Wars Rebels, mm-hmm. and so that's what I'm used to hearing. So going to Gamora, who is much more right mm-hmm. on a single level, is like, wait a minute, wait, what, what? Okay. Oh, Boo 69 bs was like, the incredible Groot. Um, ah, no, yes. I, I completely agree. I think everybody did really well for what they were given, especially since with us, Will Friedle's voice is such a, 
an iconic voice with every yeah. all the stuff that he does that you know the fact that we can pick out other characters but I think they did a really good job <laughs> adding a little bit more humor for the kids and for us oh yeah um, <laughs> Emma what have you got but I was just gonna say Alexis Boo 69 bs oh. asks you uh, who's Joey and who's Chandler with Groot and Rocket oh I don't know uh, I guess <laughs> I guess Chandler would be Rocket because he's the smart one and Joey yeah. would be Groot because yeah I'd put it the other way around really? oh yeah yeah. You really don't think Groot's the smart one in this relationship? Actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. Now that you bring that up, yeah, I would probably have to switch them. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because Rocket can, yeah. No, no, you're okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> and we basically focused most of this episode around the Spartax. Spartax? Spartax. Right. I really like should have put Sparta. that on the board. Sparta. We like, focused a lot of that on Quill and the Spartax yeah. heritage, mm-hmm. how this box was Spartax made and it has a DNA key much like his sidearm and they're right. all keyed to him. And why is it keyed to him? We just don't know. But it was very much, you are the key, you are the this. We we got this close to chosen one terminology and I'm glad we kind of skirted away from that. I was that. waiting for it. And then him turning around and being like, you can't kill me. Your boss needs me. Yeah, He'll he, be angry. He did use that quite a lot in this episode, but he wasn't wrong. <laughs> and then when it became, oh, the box is open. I don't need you anymore. Have a brain parasite. Mm. What? 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 It was a guilt. It was like a, it was yeah. like a, a, a guilt trip parasite. That's what it was. I did what like I did like that little detail though that he really? did not show any remorse for like, any of oh, the. No. Uh, I slept less... with this one girl. Yeah. Oh no! I did this. I was like. Wow. See, that's what I'm saying. And I swear, a jerk. Yeah. And I swear at one point, too, okay, this is probably just my brain making him say it based oh. on the character from the film, but I swear that Rocket came in and cursed at one point. <gasps> I'm pretty sure... I need to rewatch this I'm now. pretty sure he said what can also be known as donkey <gasps> at some point in the episode. Well, I at mean, point? when he came in and was like... Hey, Quill, like, don't tell me I came in here twice to save your butt, but that's not the word he said. Oh, he said, he said hairless something. Hairless hide or oh, something yeah, like that. I definitely, your brain probably just said, changed it to, yeah, you, you I heard think of him as a foul mouth little raccoon. So. Yeah. Well, this I mean, is still on Disney, mind you. It is on Disney XD and it is 9.30 p.m. on a Saturday, which does tell you what kind of audience correct. they're trying to get. <laughs> I mean, I knew he Disney. didn't really say it. I just that my brain was like making him. No, I think that's use that's, inappropriate language. But that's technically what he would be if he wasn't yeah. on a kid show. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That's so funny. <laughs> I love that. So we have this cryptic cube, and mm. I keep calling him Will. He's not Will. He's Quill. Quill. Uh, it's so close. My, sometimes I wrote my Quill. Brain. Sometimes no, I wrote Peter. Sometimes, sometimes I wrote Star Lord. I mostly just had Quill because that yeah. was about all I could manage, and mm-hmm. that was the one that my. Uh, Autocorrect freaked out the least mm. over. Uh, Korath okay. was a lost cause. Yeah, no. In my autocorrect. And he just, his role seems to be to get thrown around a lot. Yes. Yeah. And I was laughing at this in the whole scene with the guilt parasite, which, why does this creature exist? What trick of evolution brought this thing about? And does it feed off of Also, I have so too many questions yeah, about was, a tiny organic plot device. And there were so many of them. Did there you were. see it when, um, oh gosh. Uh, Yondu used his, I always forget what it, what it technically is. His arrow. He, yeah, his aerial arrow. arrow. Yeah, I was like, it's his arrow, and he like broke the glass, and then just like a horde of them fell out. I was like, who's just like breeding these guilt parasites? Yeah. Like, I wonder if there's contraband. 
Maybe. Yeah. I was sitting there like, okay. I feel like we saw too. I feel like we saw too many of them for them to not come back. But at the same time, this is a kids show, so I may be overanalyzing things. Yeah. Well, it was also really super convenient Mm -hmm. for this. It's like oh, the guilt parasite. Mm -hmm. But he, Korath, just spent the whole time throwing this around, throwing the parasite, Mm -hmm. throwing the box, throwing the this. So then, when the cavalry comes in, he gets thrown around. I'm sitting there going, turnabout's fair play. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, just like <laughs> that did not even hit me. I was just like, oh, right. well, and I liked that we saw the scene where he contacted Thanos and was oh, like, yeah. and he's like, hey, I got him back. Everything's cool now. And Thanos is like, hmm, really? Didn't know you lost him in the first place. Long well, distance electroshock. Go. <laughs> I think that was the what? one thing that I did like, and I'm really excited for. Hopefully, for the rest of the season, is that Thanos. Obviously, in the movies, we don't get to see much of him. No. He's like a, a mysterious man yeah. who comes in and out of movies. But I love that he's just here. Just. Just he's here. Yeah, I was really excited that we just got Thanos in the first episode right away because I feel like within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, even though this is not part of it, we've just been teased with a little bit of Thanos for so long that coming into this show and having Thanos right from the get-go doesn't feel like, oh, they introduced him too fast. Yeah. Because for the MCU, they made him a big bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For everything. Whereas for Guardians, Thanos has kind of been their antagonist in totally. the comics for yep. a good a long, long time. Long yeah. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense just to have him. I'm not sure I like what they did with Drax in contrast to that because everyone else got dialed back. He became almost one note. And yeah. I realized he was kind of one note in the movie to begin with, but there was a lot of nuance there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. not so much anymore. Every fifth word is revenge. The best yeah. part was the kangaroo joke. That was, that was awesome. the best. Yeah. But yeah. everything else is just like, revenge this, revenge that. And I'm like, I feel like you tried this already, and it really didn't work, didn't out, for work you. out. But I think that's Why what they are we were doing trying. It again? I think that's what they were trying to show is that the fact that because we don't really know where in time, because of the fact that it's not part canon. exactly yeah, it's not part of it, um, but the fact that it uh, they're just really showing that this is what is on his mind right now, and he needs this to be done. Even yeah. though in the movie, that's why I love that actor, which again. Mind is not working, and uh, he's pretty great. Yeah, that he Dave really, yeah, yeah. Yes, that he was thank able. You. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, it's Dave something. And yeah. I don't know his last name, but I love that he was able to balance out that character to the point where he, you could tell, he is an emotional person. He does care about his family, who did get brutally, horribly murdered. murdered. Yeah, and the fact that he could still be kind of funny and care about the people in his life. I mean, I think the most emotion I think I've seen from this Drax was when he was like rodent and like ran towards Rocket and got captured. That was like well, yeah for me, and the little hollow thing with his family. Yeah, that. Right. Right. adorable. Well, and again, I think this goes back to, as we were talking about, how this isn't supposed to be part of the MCU, so they're not necessarily assuming that the kids who are watching the show have seen the movie, because as previously discussed, the movie's PG-13. You, That's also They're not going to have young kids going to see Guardians of the Galaxy. They made a Jackson Pollock joke yeah. about yeah. yeah, that kind of pushes that over for the movie. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> No. Um, so I so I think that you know this is part of their way of reintroducing yeah. the characters, and I think that's why they were so stuck on the revenge thing with Drax. And I'm hoping that that might let up a little bit as we continue to get yeah. into the series. We'll, yeah. we'll have to see how episode three goes with the pacing, with the editing, I know. with the right. We'll just. This is a lot of information I was to get say, right off the bat. It felt like I, I think we discussed this earlier. 
it felt like they were trying to do two hours yeah. worth of content oh, yeah. in 45 minutes. Yeah. Honestly, I think Cosmo was handled the best. Mm-hmm. And part so of it's too. because I'm super biased because Cosmo is amazing and I adore him. He's mm-hmm. adorable. And part of it's he because we didn't need to do anything with him. We got no. his backstory out of the way in two and a half paragraphs interspersed over things and then he was just a wisecracking Russian dog who knew more than pretty much <laughs> everyone in the... I love it. Yeah, it was great. And because they didn't feel the pressure <clears throat> to do so much with him, mm-hmm. it, it was just, it was natural, it flowed, it was hysterical. Yeah. Again, I love him. Yeah. And hopefully now that we have the, they were raised as brothers under Thanos, maybe they don't have to call each other brother and sister all the time. We right. get it. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> and maybe we don't have to, it's it just, maybe we can dial it back a little bit. Maybe we don't have to keep throwing, this is my big character trait. Well, and I think because Cosmo was introduced as kind of a one-off character, you know, Mm -hmm. we're not necessarily... I hope not. I want to keep him. I I want him to come back, too, but we're not necessarily going to see him come back, but I think because he was so well-written and handled so well, and the pacing in all of his scenes was really good, to me, that makes me optimistic yeah. for where they're going to go with it now, but I feel like they were just, like, really over-exaggerating yeah. all the character traits of this, being like, this character is this, this character is this, I, this character is this. I feel like that we just need to wait until after this, this <laughs> giant two-parter that we had, yeah, um, and see how the characters yeah. were done, because of the fact that we were just trying to make sure that the kids understand these are what they their goals yeah. they want to accomplish, you know, Gamora wants to kill this, and this, and this, and this, but... I feel like at the same time, because we did get to see a glimpse of what, of that little, uh, not Mr. Bryce, but the little, the little things that they obviously still are loving, are good about, like Drax's family and things right, like that. Right, 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 right. We'll definitely get something. And Quill hallucinating his dead mom. That's a lot. Know. A lot. Like it was like, rep- like over repetitive. And, but I mean, I'm actually excited to see how his mother, I mean, cause I haven't read the comics and I would like to see how their, his mother and his father is really. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing them exploring that. Yeah. And we did get the comment about, you know, my mom said I was like my dad when I stood up for people, but also when I did something incredibly stupid. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think I want to meet my dad just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, that makes a lot of sense for someone who just found out a lot in the space of maybe 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to take in. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> and it's Quill, and he's spent a lot of time not dealing with things. Yes. And I think that was made very evident in mm-hmm. this episode. That was handled really well, I yeah. thought. Yeah. I just want to bring up, uh, we, in regards to us talking about them introducing the character of Cosmo, uh, Renji9998 says, first Cosmo, next Howard the Duck. Can we put Howard the Duck in there? I don't think we can, right? I was like, let's not do that. I remember that movie. That was... I mean, that was a time. They have the license. <laughs> no, they, they do. They do have the licensing do, for it, for I'm, sure. I, in my brain, I'm thinking... But are kids they go- show. Yeah, I was like, that's that's not really kid-friendly. If you don't know what Howard the Duck is, please go Google it. Unless if you, if you're, you're young. Over the age, over the age of 18. Yeah. 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 Howard the Duck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a kid's movie. It isn't. It's not. No. So Really? And it was George Lucas, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He kept yeah. Howard the Duck and disowned the Star Wars Christmas special, <laughs> which tells you a few things about the Star Wars Christmas special. Well, I'm just going to be here sipping my tea. <laughs> <laughs> but that's none of my business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. So oh we knocked out quite a bit. I loved Nowhere coming alive. I did, too. So cool. That was really cool. I loved the, the cosmic laser eyes. Not yeah. going to lie. That, that is the so cool. 10-year-old child in me going, yes, lasers. 
Yeah, I wanted to be the one driving nowhere, just sitting there, just like, ah, and just, like, blasting things. Like, my 10-year-old self was just jumping around. Yeah, and I liked that in them dealing with how they were going to pilot nowhere, obviously Quill went off to go do it on his own. Of course. And then Rocket's like, you always were a lousy pilot. And uh, <laughs> and it was it was about the teamwork, you know? Yeah. I love I love me some teamwork kind of shows. And Cosmo just, yeah. I mean, telepathic <laughs> override, so yeah. much easier. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Bless yeah. that dog. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> but yeah, and everything had to be teamwork, and even dragging Drax away from his revenge that he may or may not have been attempting to get. Yeah. Just the, I will not be denied my revenge, and Thanos is, you will be denied your life. Like, yeah. dang! Give that, that was a mic to drop. That was another thing where, like, this again goes back to the crazy pacing, where it was like, I looked down to type a note. I looked up and suddenly... Yeah, we were doing something <laughs> And suddenly different. Drax was with Thanos. So I'm like, how did we get here? How was he... I, <laughs> my, <laughs> my notes say, Drax, don't be an idiot. Drax, you're being an idiot. Also, how are you breathing in space? I will have my revenge. Alien? You're going to get yourself killed. Good job. Alien? He's yeah. An alien? It's like you can breathe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I love the... the I love the... That kind of had to make sense. But, like, that... I love the part where he's, like, there's a hole in the ship and he had to, like, put his body into mm, it. Yes. And he made the fart noise. And he was like, that was not me. Yeah. So that's... Speaking of Drax, that's the one that I loved from the movie was that he was... I miss that comedic timing that yeah. he had of, yeah. like, not understanding what metaphors are. Totally. I want them to put that in the show. I know we didn't have time for that because we yeah. were trying to build world here. But, like, at the same time, it's... It was so yeah, well, that, he didn't what... get the retriever joke, and then he had the bit with "I would like to meet a kangaroo." They sound like ferocious warriors. Yeah, was like yeah. yeah, but that was it, and I was like, "I need more of that." Yeah, I, I, again, I I hope that we will get more of that once we move further into the series, mm. and we're not like, "Here's all the characters, here's all the set pieces, here's all the other things, yeah. and our villain." And that the last possible second, we're going to set up the premise for our series and go. Yeah, because it turns out the box is a Titan AE style map. It Thank is. you. Yeah. I was, treasure planet. I was like, oh my god, this is Treasure happening. planet, yeah. yeah. That was a little more accurate. the first thing I was thinking of. I was like, of course it's a map. I knew it. Yeah. Jim Hawkins, where are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, because I I mean, I, at the point that he opened, when he did actually open the cube. There's nothing in it. There, yeah, the, the it. crypto cube. That's what it was. There was nothing in it. And I had a moment of being like, all right, where did that? Because di- again, I it was like, who had it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, where's the seed? Okay. And then I realized, oh, no, wait, it wasn't in there. And to of begin course, with. The, the plot is we're going to go find the seed. Maybe. <laughs> Most we're likely. We're go all over creation with this map trying to find things. Yeah. and writing wrongs and triumphing over evil? I don't know. Well, well that like, was that was a theme that they kept bringing I up. I like that is, they brought up a, like, oh, are you a hero or are you a outlaw? Outlaw, yeah. yeah. You could be both. Wait, no, I'm a 100% hero. Right. Yeah. Which he did Of course you say. are. You're voiced by Will Friedle. <laughs> yeah. He's always a 100% hero in that book. <laughs> we have to go back to that. If he ever voices a villain, it's going to wig the heck out of all of us. I'm ready. I'm ready. To yeah. you are, you're ready I'm for that? I'm ready for that. Yeah. I think it'll be great. And also, I will probably not think of him as a villain. I'll probably there's something else that he's already played. Oh my God, yeah. it's evil, Ron unstoppable. Oh my God, that's uh, terrifying. Yeah, just whoa, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and there it is. Yep, broken. Katie does this on every show that we've done. She's broken me, and she's done it again. At <laughs> least once, At least I regret once. nothing. Oh. <laughs> I do, I love the, the one-liners. The one-liners were, they were beautiful. Really yeah, good. so Let, let's give him what he wants. The box is useless. So is Quill, but I'm not going to give him. Yes, up. I wrote yes. that one Bless. down too. Yes. I also wrote down. Fine, I'll turn myself of the box over to the crazy dude with the raisin face. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. then that you will be denied your life, rejoinder. As yeah. much as we're having trouble with the pacing, the dialogue is <laughs> just. 
occasionally, Star- occasionally Star Lord got to okay, y- you need to sit down and let the adults talk. Yeah. Every once in a while, we hit that point. Mm. Yeah, I agree. But for the most part, just it just kept yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. I again, there were. That's why I have such mixed feelings. Is yeah. because the pacing was like, oh, please stop, just <laughs> just let this scene breathe for like. Five more seconds. It's treated more like in the way that we used to treat anime, and you dub it so that there's noise over every single thing. Yeah, it was like a speed racer dub. I was honestly thinking of Transformers Armada (laughs) because every time there's nothing going, they don't let anything Mm. breathe. There's always shoehorn narration or someone just going uh if they're on screen and there's nothing happening. On the one episode where there was no narration, and we talked to the Decepticons for an episode, was like this is really good we get time to think right yeah but this was treating it like that in that there was no time to think there was yeah. no time to process yeah there was always talking or an explosion or yeah. a laser sound or, or someone making a quip yeah yeah, yeah. I never breathe really... you guys yeah I mean, just just breathe we'll, we'll we'll reserve our judgment for the next episode of course yeah i'm not to, i'm yeah. not making any final judgments based yeah. on pilot and we did love the show guys no we yeah oh. it was it was a lot of fun. It was really but fun. that's why the things. issues that we had were so glaring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Boo69Bs asked, what's our favorite one-liner? I don't have one because it was so freaking many, yeah. but I did oh love the one gosh. where he's, remember where he's getting lowered? Yeah, I wrote that one down. <laughs> it said, I meant lower me slowly. slowly. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Yeah, Katie said mine when they were like, it's useless. Yeah, well, so is Quill. <laughs> I didn't have time to write most of them down, so but I'm still going to stick with because Cosmo is Retriever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love love when Groot didn't trust Cosmo because he's because dogs pee on trees. I love that. (laughs) What's a dog ever done to a tree? And I'm just like, (laughs) oh, rocket, (laughs) baby, oh honey. honey, I also I also liked at the beginning when uh, Star Lord was fixated on the battle cry, and Groot, of course, responds with, "I I am Groot." Groot. I walked walked right into that that one. I was like, that was very that was very like Terry slash Rod. Like it was very yes, (laughs) it was great. I so, think it's yeah. really good. Super enjoyed. Really funny. Yeah. Please slow down a little bit. Yes. <laughs> just, a, just a smidge. Yeah. Because this is also going back to the one-liners and the really quippy, witty jokes that kind of go over kids' heads dialogue that we yeah. can enjoy as adults, which is so essential in, in children's programming oh, because, yeah. you know, ultimately most parents are going to watch shows with their kids to make sure they're okay for them to watch. Right. And so you might as well make it enjoyable for the parents. Oh, yeah. And also, you are catering to this generation of nerds who have the Marvel Cinematic Universe and are going to want to consume as much Marvel properties as they can. Mm-hmm. So because of the crazy, crazy pacing, I think I lost some of the jokes because like, there was no time to laugh at them. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the first episode twice now because I was yep. able mm, to get into here. a screening at Comic-Con. Mm. Nice. So I saw it a while ago and had some process time and then sat back down with it and went, yeah, this is still as crazy as I remember. Yeah. And there are things that you miss. And there's, I think it also lessens the emotional impact. Yeah. Yes. Because this thing with Gamora should have been heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. But quick flashback. By the way, she's reliving her guilt and she's feeling all the pain she caused. Now open the box. Like, at, yeah. At, at, What's in the box, Give us Katie? Katie. What's in the box? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's not big enough for a head. Come on. Yeah. I mean, thank God. Uh, if you didn't... Everyone's like, like, what the heck are you talking about? Like, if you haven't seen the movie. movie 7, go watch it. Yeah. If you um, haven't seen the movie 7, I just spoiled it for you. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, but I understand that. And I really hope that now that we kind of have time that we're not trying to fit two things into one episode, that maybe it'll be easier to give yeah. us more character yeah. development, which would be great. So let's swing into predictions then. Let's All right. We, we talk. After Buzz TV predictions. Ooh. And now. We got two of them. After Buzz TV. Ooh. special. Oh. Ah. <laughs> that has never happened to me before. I'm so happy about this. <laughs> we don't have a light show, though. It's hard. my favorite part. It's hard to do that. <laughs> it's not yeah. just a button anymore. Oh, there we go. Yay! It's Woo! like it's like all the way over here. Marissa <laughs> comes through. She's awesome. She um, is. She's a good human being. And people say nice things about her. Well, I mean, we have our treasure planet map. So that was like the one thing I was like, I I'm think, excited for. I think they've made it pretty clear that we're going to go on a journey. Uh, and that also lends itself to creating more episodic kind of episodes. It's like we just go to a different planet, location, get, like, whatever. Do you think Monster of the Week kind of thing? I think I'm maybe. Sure. Yeah, I, I think a Monster of the Week kind of thing. But I do think that we will get to explore uh, the, the whole Spartax heritage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be a while, but I think it's going to get there eventually. But I also want to know more about like just other yeah alien races or whatever at that yeah. point as yeah. well to add to that of like okay we know we don't know what a Spartex is maybe we can learn about more of like Gamora or yeah. more of Drax or whatever besides the fact that we know that Drax's species doesn't it doesn't it takes metaphors way too literal yeah, yeah. so yeah that'd be nice that's yeah. my prediction I'm hoping for more of a world building yeah and character development yeah. for most series like this I'd usually say oh we're not going to get Quill's father until next season or we're not going to get him until the season finale, mm-hmm. but with the way this series is going, they could give him to us next episode. Seriously. I don't know. Yeah, they could. Yeah. I mean, that's that's Chekhov's daddy issues on the shelf right there. So <laughs> that's that's definitely going to come into play. Yeah, just throwing this out there, they are eventually going to lose the box for a yes, little bit. Yeah, they will so. get it back, but we are going to hit the beat where oh, we yeah. lost the map. We need the map. Shoot. Yeah, or maybe the, there's a way for because the fact that he's um, a Spartex, maybe there's another way for him to get the map. Sure. Like, awesome. Again, with the AI thing, it's, it's, like, it's very Titan AE yeah. with the ring. And it's like, the, oh gosh, yeah. um, so, I am yeah. the key. Yeah, and maybe he could be the map too. I have no idea. Yeah. Mm. Well, you need a key to read a map. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, I, I don't have anything much more specific than that. I'm with no. you on the world building thing. Yeah. I'd love to see so much more. Yeah, we have the whole galaxy yeah. to guard. Yep. Yeah, and we're finally moving away from all the locations that were in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. uh I'm excited. It had a really, I, I see a lot of potential yeah. in this series. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it seems like it's going to be a real fun sci-fi romp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm so freaking excited. Before we swing out, you guys, little note about iTunes. If this is your first AfterBuzz show, you know that we are on iTunes. We are on YouTube. Please like and comment and subscribe and leave ratings and leave comments and tell us you love us because that means that our bosses can see that you love us and they let us talk about more animated series because <laughs> I think at this point I'm three for three. I'm, I need to have more animated shows yeah. in my in my lineup. We do. So mm. we are... You know, let us know, and that helps keep the lights on, and that helps us keep doing this. And, you know, it might actually help us get guests, because they can see that they want to be a part of the party. So, like, comment, subscribe, leave ratings. Life is good. We love you. We know you love us back. Mm -hmm. Emma, where can the people find you? You can find me all over the internet at Emma Fife, which is my name. You can also find me on a couple of other after shows here at AfterBuzzTV.com. Stick around if you want more animation AfterBuzz shows. Uh, Alexis and I are both doing the Bob's Burgers after show at 10 o'clock p.m. Uh, You can also watch both of us tomorrow (laughs) on the Face Off after show. Good lord, we live live here. Uh, Face Off after show at 8 o'clock p.m. It's going to be great. Uh, Yeah, follow me on 
Twitter, all that good stuff. You'll know everything I'm doing. I like to tweet. <laughs> uh, you can find me all over social media as ATORS890. I also have a weekly vlog called Hump Day Vlog. Don't get dirty about it. <laughs> um, I do it on Wednesdays. Uh, and I'm actually doing a Q&A in two weeks. So send me your questions. You're going to use the hashtag uh, AskATORS890. But also follow our other channels here because you guys know me as the person in the booth who's usually Marissa and other people there at Popcorn Talk for Movies and Black Hollywood Live for Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at that's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also Kia Prime on Snapchat. Feel free to add me if you like cats and Disneyland because that's cats. mostly what goes there. <laughs> yes, all of the cat pictures. She knows. She gets them. I know. It's the best. <laughs> I'm also on so, so many shows at AfterBuzz. <laughs> Minority Report just started. Blind Spot's starting tomorrow. Um, I am on the Movie Chick Movie News. That's tomorrow. I also write articles for the Movie Chick. That is Chick with two Ks. I'm on The Muppets. Arrow is starting. Z Nation's in full swing. My life is crazy right now, but I love <laughs> doing shows here. And we love hearing from you guys. We also check the hashtag even when we're not live. So if you want to talk to us, ask questions, it is ABTVGOTG. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 